The following may contain language which will be offensive to some people and inappropriate for children. The topics discussed may include drugs, alcohol, or be sexual in nature. This show is intended for mature audiences. Listener discretion is advised. I'm serious. It's dirty. Really, really dirty. Still here? Then pour your favourite beverage, sit back, and let's get this fucking show started. Listener discretion is advised. Previously on Fantastic Forum. He's our silent assassin, Jay. I blame you, Larry, because last week he didn't have this problem. Last week he, he was crystal clear. I don't know what to tell you. I, I didn't do it. Fuck you guys. You fucked me over. I hate you all. And you're all going to die. I'm looking at that thing and I'm like, damn, like I want that. But I don't have $600 to just do that. Stumbling in the dark looking for Jurgens. Larry, you heard the show last week, right? I did. I did. Great show, by the way. You all were fantastic. It's oh. all in the editing. Yeah. It was fantastic. I was very impressed. I was like, man, like these guys don't need me at all anymore. Tune in to Fantastic Forum Live, Wednesday nights, 9.30 Eastern, 6.30 Pacific, on allgames.com. Fantastic Forum, assemble. We are here live once again on our home for live broadcasting, allgames.com, and now home to some archives. They've been updated. You can get them there now, right now. Uh, We got a okay show for you today. Nobody watched Swamp Thing other than me, so we'll talk about that, but somehow. Oz watched Hobbs and Shaw instead of Swamp Thing somehow, so he'll give you some of that. I don't know if it's a review or a Q&A or something, if somebody has questions for it. I have a heavy metal minute that's a little long, and I have a little bit of my experience at Midsummer Scream this past weekend. For those of you who don't know, Midsummer Scream is a Halloween convention. You get to go shop for your Halloween costumes and shit, uh, do some mazes, and uh, interestingly enough, I bought comics. Well, yeah. We have that. We have some news. I'm sure there's something that'll pop up. I have the other guys here on the line. We have 
Larry. Hello. <laughs> what? What's funny? Uh, like, that's the way you said it. I was like, oh, well. Like, and I was like, you were gonna do the, you were gonna do the show by yourself. <laughs> like, we didn't watch Swamp Thing, so yeah, that's the end. <laughs> we also have our uh, reporter and recorder and broadcaster and sound effects keyboardist Oz. You know, I spent the last 20 minutes talking crap about another show with audio problems on the network. And sure enough, I have audio problems at the beginning. Yeah, that's what happens. Joe is not with us today. Or is he? He. <clears throat> we need to. We need that, that static from last week. Oh, like, yeah. We I would have used make- the actual static, but that made my ears bleed. <laughs> but yeah. So how are you guys doing? Uh, you know, I'm okay. I'm I, a little... I was talking to chat. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. Because yeah, this is a time where I would tell you that you can call in. So selfish, Lawrence. <laughs> I am. I'm, I'm very self-centered. I, I apologize. But you could become today the fourth member or fifth or sixth, depending on how many people call in. By, you know, listening to the lady and doing what she tells you. Want to get in on the action? Call Fantastic Forum on Skype and join the fun. Too shy to call in? That's okay. You can join the Discord chat room available at allgames.com slash live. Join the party. You know you want to. I always do what the ladies tell me, which isn't that often because I don't go to the kitchen that often. Larry, do you like comics? (laughs) (laughs) I do like comics, yes. Did you know that you could get them at Jeffrey's Comics? LA South Bay's premier comic book outlet. Tell me more. Well, you could give them a call. 310-538-3198. I was so close to not pushing that just to see how long he would tap dance. <laughs> I don't tap dance. I heard, um, I heard you're standing up. Yeah, standing, not dancing. I got one hand in my pocket, one hand on my balls, and one holding my drink. <laughs> a lot of hands. Today is, Larry, this is what you get for telling me to host last minute. <laughs> After I, I've been high and, and whatnot. <laughs> Fuck you, Larry. <laughs> no, it's, it's good practice. What should we do? You know what? I'll tell you about, since I already have the mic, I'll tell you about my experience at Midsummer Screen. So, yeah. Larry, you, and Oz, I'm sure you remember too, but I went to Scare LA last year, right? I mean, I yes. wasn't there, but I know what that is. We talked about it here on, on the show. Yeah. And uh, I reviewed some comics that I bought there. So, Scare LA is the LA version of this convention. It's a little smaller, and it, it's a month after the this one that takes place in Long Beach. It's put on. Well, they're both put on by the people who put on uh, Halloween Horror Nights at Universal Studios. And it's a good place to, you know, people who love to deck out their house and wear costumes and stuff. You can go buy shit early. Um, Now, this is my first time at this Long Beach one, Midsummer Scream. I went to Scare LA last year. This one was a lot bigger, a lot more people. And uh, after the events of this weekend... Illusion of security. You said what? Delusion? Illusion. Illusion of security. What happened? Or delusion. I mean, that works too. Yeah. Well, yeah, it's actually, after I explain it, it's it's more like delusion. (laughs) (laughs) um, So so we take a, a lift and he drops us off at the corner. The entrance is at the other side of the convention center. It's fine. We told him to drop us off. We walk. There's a pimply faced teen who is probably delayed into puberty, holding a sign that says, end of the line here, right? So we stand behind them. We promptly get some dirty looks from people across from us. And they tell us, no, this is the end of the line. So I'm like, why does this guy have 
<laughs> the end of the line sign here and he stays there and other people start making the mistake and i'm like okay i'm not stupid he, he, he doesn't need to stand there right and mm-hmm. no one does anything about it about a minute or two later i'm profiled by a 68 year old lady <laughs> what asking me to check my bag what first i was dressed all in black i was wearing a carnifex shirt and uh you know, she doesn't know what that is. All I know is that the guy in Dayton, Ohio, that shot up everybody had an Acacia Strange shirt, and everybody's making a big deal about it. What, what is that? Oh yeah, I see the connection. It's a band. Oh. And uh, so that you know, they see a guy with piercings, dressed all in black, with a heavy metal shirt. I'm gonna check his bag. He, I was with two ladies, both had purses, roughly the same size of my bag. They didn't check theirs. Now, my instinct is to say, fuck you. I'm not, you're not looking in my bag. It's my right, my property. I don't want to show it to you. You're not law enforcement. Even if I had a fucking gun, what the fuck are you going to do? You know, she's a 68 year old lady. <laughs> she's not going to do shit. She's probably going to wet her depends. But I didn't do that because she is a 60 year old lady. And I do have a little bit of decency. So we go. We stand in line. Now, that point where we stand it, where we stood was already about almost like a f- I want to say like a 35, 40 minute wait, if not longer, okay. snaking around like if we're getting into a ride. The guy that's making sure the, the lines are intact says, oh, this is just one of the lines you're going to be dealing with today. You know, making fun of us. I felt like throwing them off the bridge. But, you know, again, a little bit of decency. I go to the metal detector. I see the metal detector. I'm already put off because, A, in one way or another, I'm always armed. And uh, B, it's a, I, I don't like that sense of policing that feeling of putting me off like that you know you're telling Mm -hmm. me there is a danger when i'm just here to have a good fucking time not only that it's a halloween convention dudes pop up out of nowhere yelling at your face trying to scare you oh does that happen yeah like it, it it's essentially a convention it's half swap meet, Halloween swap meet, and half like not scary farm where the guy dressed up scaring you that sounds terrible well it, it's all yeah but when they're trying to program me that somebody's gonna kill me here and a guy jumps up out of me from a corner what kind of message are you giving me to do to this guy jumping at me in the corner you know what i mean so yeah you're you're, you're basically saying like you you're, you're they're giving you a sense that you're in actual danger right right so you're asking for trouble but you know i kept my cool waited in line for the 45 minutes or so if not more quick quick question th- quick question were there people jumping out to scare you? Because when I was at Scary LA, that didn't happen. That's no, like a, they were they were doing it in, while you're waiting in line. Oh, so it's, so it's like you're walking into not scary farm essentially. Right. Yeah. Okay. Because see, this one's so big that they have the dealers room. That's the whole what Long Beach Comic Con is the whole thing, and then they have what they call the Hall of Shadows, which is a whole other side that's I think probably the same size, if not like a third of the uh, two thirds of the size. That's all dark, fogged up with mazes and bar, a tiki bar and comic book vendors, which it was a stupid place to put the comic book vendors because it's dark. You can't see anything. Yeah. So, but I'll get to that later. So we go in. I get to the now. Mind you, I bought my tickets online and I didn't have a physical ticket. All I got was a receipt for my purchase. No, I don't. It, I didn't see a barcode, but she looked she scanned my email into something like that. I sent her showed her on my phone. I didn't see a barcode, but maybe there was. I get to this metal detector, and they're like, well, uh, you don't have any wristbands, so you got to go get your tickets. I go, okay. That's why I'm here. I actually bought mine online. Okay, you got to go to the back of the line. And I go, well, I was already at the line. 
but you don't have any wristbands. You have to get those. Where do you get those? Inside, where do you get your ticket? I know. I bought my ticket online. I have to pick it up. Yeah, but you have to stand back in line. You see where I'm getting at, Larry? I don't like they want you to stand back in the line you just came through to get your ticket. They somehow when she told me to come forward from the line, she didn't remember that I had been in line and she told me to come forward. She thought I was somebody just trying to go through the metal detectors without standing in line. That's weird. But she's the one that called me over. (laughs) And uh, so, you know, we're going in circles three times. I'm losing my patience. Of course. Her partner or supervisor or whatever comes by the way, these sorry, these security people are like 60, 75 years old. It's and probably, lady, that's probably why she forgot. But that's what I'm saying, like it's illusion of security cuz what's that old person going to do if somebody decides to start mowing people down with an AK? I mean, really what are we all going to do, really? <laughs> but if you're trying to make me feel safe, why do you get the geriatric division of SCE security systems to protect the convention center? So I'm getting peas, and then I tell the lady, and then then luckily some other security guy snapped my hand for Sunday. So it's like meaning that I had been in line, but he didn't say show this to them or anything. They didn't ask for a stamp, and then but they showed they asked to show my hands, and my hands had a stamp on it. So they didn't even see the stamp that would have let you know would have cleared it all up. So two people had to deal with it. Then there was another lady that was a young lady, a little bit more common sense, I could tell. But she just stood there the whole time watching. And she's like, oh, my God, this guy's getting mad. But not saying like, oh, intervening. Like, oh, no, no, it's cool. You know, I saw what happened, you know. <laughs> and she's a, like a supervisor because she has the gray shirt instead of the black. And then she just comes to me. She goes, oh, I'm so sorry. This and I'm like, in my head, I'm like, are you you're not fucking sorry? Just let, get the fuck away from me. Let me go get my shit so I could get inside already. So uh, <laughs> she's she, now she's get now she's telling me where to go to get my wristband. And I'm like, you know, you guys haven't in my head, you guys haven't really proven to be helpful. Like, I'm not going <laughs> to listen to you about this. And uh, so, I, it, you know, it didn't come out like that with my with my words. I said, I'll take my chances by myself. Thank you. <laughs> but she was she was offended at that. Really? She's like, I wasn't the one that did it. And I just I just walked away because I'm not going to get into it with this lady. You know, um, I went. And then I, I, I was like, well, I don't know where this gold star pickup is, but if anybody's going to know, it's going to be the actual information people that work <laughs> for the convention center, not the, uh, the hired geriatric brigade. You know what I mean? So I, I, like, it just seems strange that you have to stay like that. You would they'd let you stand in the line when they're like, well, you need something in particular to be in this line. Like you would think the person holding the sign, but I guess he he couldn't even stand in the right place. And another thing, while I was at the metal detector before I went through the metal detector, like, well, somebody needs to check your bag, and I'm like, well, they already checked it once. Do you need to check it again? I am going through the metal detector, so anything I have should set it off or whatever, you know. But they're like, they already checked my fucking bag, you know. They profiled me, <laughs> and then, uh, but yeah. I found the information guy told me where to go and and yeah Larry you're you're right it doesn't make sense that it's that way but you know that's the way they're doing these conventions now cuz we had something similar at Comic-Con Oh but, yeah Yeah but you know it was a different it was a different circumstance for us this year but I'm sure if I had if I didn't have my printout with me they wouldn't let me cross the street to the convention center oh wow yeah because they made us wait in that little platform by the sidewalk yeah you you couldn't even get on the block of the convention center if you didn't already have your badge not even a printout you have to already have your badge where were you you supposed to go to get the badge i guess they're mailing them out 
Oh. Yeah. But, you know, I know not everybody's gets theirs or it gets lost or something. Yeah. Yeah, I'm sure there but has to be exceptions. Anywho, we get in. And uh, immediately we want to spend a shit ton of money. All, all that negativity went out the window. <laughs> you know, there, there's bars everywhere. So we start getting drinks and then we go into the mazes. Larry, you would hate the mazes. Although these, oh, yeah. these were particularly lame, but they're fun nonetheless, like even when they're lame. But when you are medicated, the maze is crazy because there was a piece of cloth that I swear was a person trying to jump at me. <laughs> it was awesome. As far as comics goes, Larry, I actually bought Infidel, the trade paperback. So, really? Yeah, expect a review for that. Oh, wow. Because that's a comic we reviewed here that we liked. It's really good, but we never went back to it. Yeah. But now I, I will. I don't know if you remember me reviewing Sex and Monsters number one, uh, number one last uh, last year, but number two's not out yet. Remember, I said when I was reviewing the stuff from Comic Con. Yeah, <laughs> you don't know when issue two comes out, so right. Uh, it's been a year. He says he's still working on it. In the meantime, <laughs> he wrote two other books, so uh, I bought one of those. Okay. And uh, actually, I don't know what. Let me see. I'll give this guy a little bit of a shout out before I actually read it or review it. It's called uh, Tiki Surf Witches. Tiki Surf Witches. Yeah. And it's a little comic. It looks kind of like a children's book in size. But it's it's kind of trade paperback bound. The paper's good. The art's good. And it's the same setup like, like those creepy or EC comics, you know? Uh-huh. Mythology. But these are involving Tiki Surf Witches. Well, it's called Tiki Surf Witches Want Blood, I guess. <laughs> Makes sense. But it's a standalone, so I figured, okay, I don't have to worry about getting the second one. <laughs> so that's like, that. what else would Tiki Surf Witches want but blood? Yeah. So I bought those. I bought a couple little stickers and stuff. And uh, overall, it was it was a pretty good experience, aside from the, the orange alert. <laughs> uh, orange alert precautions. And uh, that, that shit just, it, that really just pisses me off, because I hate the flexing of authoritarian muscle that people don't have. But we have to submit to, you know what I mean? I do know exactly what you mean. I'm not, yeah. I'm not a, uh, you're not really free if, <laughs> if you have to live with quote unquote peace and security, you know what I mean? Like it, it, they, they had these mass shootings. Look, I'm gonna get a little deep. They had these oh. shootings, <laughs> but Chicago's urban neighborhood has its deadliest weekend in history ever. <laughs> you mm-hmm. know, it's just urban crime. Mm-hmm. And, I mean, El Paso's a Saturday night in Chicago. Right. So it, it's... <laughs> Really? This particular Saturday night, yeah. It, it's it, pretty close. I mean, it's, it's not all sent in one location. It's spread out throughout the city. And but not one person. The, the numbers are pretty close. But, you know, not to diminish any act of violence or suffering, but urban crime is a big fucking problem, too. But nobody, nobody's putting this little old lady checking backpacks on the corner of Crenshaw and Adams. You know what I mean? <laughs> That'd be wild. But yeah, that is my experience at Midsummer Screen. I also bought a taxidermy bat, but you don't need to hear about that. So, so like you like literally a real a real bat? Yeah. Well Emily bought it, but she bought it for us. Is it wearing a hat and, and doing the jig? No, it's actually inside a lantern and mounted in, like hanging upside down, like if it's a little cage. And then it has a little like habitat decoration, like if it's in the woods, but it's in a little in a lantern. If you turn on the lantern, do you get a bat signal? No, it doesn't have it, it doesn't have light. Oh, it's just for show. It's like a it's a lantern, but they modified it into like a cage habitat thing. I guess that's cool too. Oh, it's cool. I guess so. Yeah, 
that is my midsummer scream. After going there, I might not. I don't know if I haven't discussed this with Emily yet, but I don't know if I'm gonna do Scare LA because, you know, this one. You know what? I enjoyed Scare LA a little better just because there was less people and less uh-huh. vision of danger. So uh, we'll see. So, I mean, I know you you're a fan of Halloween and all that, but yeah. it's like. Do you feel like are there things you get there that you feel like you couldn't get from someplace like someplace else when when the season comes around? Well, when the season comes around, all that a lot of those things become scarce. Uh, a lot of the places that pop up to sell Halloween stuff, uh-huh. it's it's shoddy stuff. Like this is for people, and you know, as much as I like like Halloween stuff and horror, and I'm more into the horror of it than mm-hmm. Halloween or, or or even the dressing up of it. Mm-hmm. Emily is really into it, and uh, mm-hmm. so we went for her starting off her her birthday month. You know, gotcha. She's she loves costuming and shit like that. So right, me it's you know where where she's at like a hundred percent in. I'm a, I'm about sixty nine percent in. You know, <laughs> um. Because, you know, I like to be comfortable and, and I'm, I don't like to draw a lot of attention, you know, so. But there's these masks that I, I, I wish I would have bought. They're just really cool, like a werewolf mask. But the bottom jaw is actually strapped to yours. So when you talk, the mouth opens, too. And it seems like it's some complex, like, animatronic rig thing. And it's not. <laughs> it's, so, it's just literally, like, elastic and Velcro and a clamp. And uh, it just... They're so easily made that it's actually comfortable and cool looking at the same time. So it, that I think like that guy is a guy that makes it and he sells it at a booth there. And I'm sure he has a store in like Irvine or something. Mm-hmm. I, I probably would have never found that store unless I went there. Gotcha. I mean, so if you're like planning like a cool costume or you want a cool costume idea, it's a good place to go. I think they had panels and stuff, but I didn't get to go to any. And they did have like their Hall H panel, which is basically they're they're telling you, showing you what's going to be at Halloween Horror Nights in the Universal Studios before. Ah. So uh, that, that's like last year Slash was there and he was talking about because he did the music for one of the mazes. And that's it, cool. And yeah, so um, this year they, they unveiled that they're doing, uh, well, doesn't mean anything to you, Larry, because you never saw that movie Creep Show. I've heard of Creep Show. Yeah, but. Creepshow is basically like the the EC comics in movie form, the anthology type, you know, yeah. format. And it's written by Stephen King and directed by George Romero of Night of the Living Dead fame. And Stephen King, I'm, I'm sure he did something cool, too. But um, they're doing a TV show on Shudder. So because of that, they're going to promote it by doing a maze at Universal Studios Hollywood and I'm sure Florida, too. But yeah, so you get to see that and they tell you how they build it and design and kind of give you a preview of what it's going to be like, you know, ultimately to get people to go. But you get to see it first. If, if like, you're really into that, you get to see that. Okay. Any more questions? No, I think I'm good. Okay. As far as Swamp Thing goes, all I could tell you guys without spoiling it is that uh, the whole season was a waste of time. <laughs> what? Wow. Really? Well, you could tell like they reshot shit like to end it but they didn't close any of the gaps like none of the like the the story uh threads you mean like yeah like it, it, i thought they were gonna give us a full-on conclusion and it it really kind of wasn't and even liz because we all watch it together with emily and liz and she's like no this episode like i know they were you know they they cut it short and reshot it to like give you an ending but it makes me want a second season more like i still need to see more stuff because I don't feel like this really told me anything. You well, know, we kind of knew it would be like that, right? 
Well, not if they cut it from 13 to 9 to give you an ending. Like, that's what all the reports were. That's what the, the Instagram posts were from Virginia Madsen. You know, like, they're like, oh, well, you know, we're trying to give you a satisfying ending and all that. So they ultimately failed in giving you a satisfying ending, that is. Yeah. But was it, it was just that you just feel like, okay, well, they were saying like, okay, we're trying to make sure it's good. But you feel like they, they really did like run out of time. Like, I think if they were trying to make sure it was good, they wouldn't have given me Kevin Smith as the Phantom Stranger. You know what I mean? <laughs> so <laughs> it's just like I, I wasn't expecting it to be the definitive Swamp Thing thing. But it, it's like, you know, either do the, the say you ran out of money or say you don't want to do it anymore. You want to get out of the contract or whatever and just just finish it and finish it. But I don't know. It's almost like it was like, OK, we're going to fabricate this false ending to get people interested and then give them an ending that wants some more so they can petition and get more you know oh so all bullshit they might be making a play you think i i think yeah i think so i don't know i don't know if they're making a play but it, it feels kind of like that like sometimes like how i said like i don't know if you remember larry your memory is bad but how I, the 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 bird box challenge was started by the actual movie company to like get people to watch that movie. Oh no, I, didn't, I don't remember that. Yeah, so like I, that, I still believe that to this day. Oh, okay, so yeah. that's that's allegedly. Yeah, that's allegedly, but yeah, you got it. But I feel that that's kind of what they're trying to do with you know something like that, like create a crisis. Yeah, the buzz. Yeah. Yeah, I mean that that definitely happens. Right. You know, may I sit down now? <laughs> sure. Pretty sure we didn't tell you to stand up in the first place. <laughs> I wasn't talking to you. Oh, I'm kidding. <laughs> Let's see, right here in chat, taxidermy. Tyre Claw says, "A uh, taxidermy bat. That is messed up." Yeah, I do feel a little bad. Fuck it, it's already dead. I didn't kill it. That's that's where Tiger Claw draws the line. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So basically, what Moses Magnum is trying to say, Swamp Thing is a dud. Yeah, the last episode is. I mean, you know, the first, like, six episodes were tight. Seven and eight were, you know, up and down. Like, you didn't even get to see the the cedar or floronic man, however you like to call him, like, really do what he was supposed to do. Like, they gave you, like, his origin and then go nowhere. And then, you know, then they had the whole weird thing. Well, you guys didn't see it, but you saw the other episodes, right, Larry? Uh, I'm maybe two behind. Okay, well... But you can the, just say what you say. I'll go back and watch it still. Oh, you don't care about spoiling that? I mean, you know, I don't. Uh, I, I care for the audience, not as much for myself. Okay. The audience doesn't care. <laughs> so the dude that plays the Doom Patrol guy, what's his name? Matt Cable, the police guy. Uh huh. Okay. So in the comics, he's a white man, right? Mm-hmm. Here, he's a dude with a white mom. So it's like, okay. So then the dude is actually, it turns out that they actually hired a person of color to play a white person. I think, I Wait, think we you, talked about this because are uh, you talking about what you call it? Beal, Jessica Beal, right? That's a white mom. Why? Why? <laughs> well, because 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 the dad is the uh, is Sutherland. So it's two white people. How'd oh, that guy they, come out that way? Right. No, but Jessica Beale's not white. She's not. She's not black either. I mean, she's she's mixed, right? Is she? Thought so. Somebody tell me because I don't know. I. He looks white to me, and Sutherland looks white to me, and Matt Cable looks colored to me. The the son. Yeah, Matt yeah. Cable. Yeah, like he's a character in the comics. I I mean I don't I don't remember him in the comics. Wait, is that Jessica? The mom isn't Jessica Biel. Yeah, not not Jessica. 
Jennifer Beals. I mean Jennifer. I'm sorry, Jennifer. I'm sorry. Oh yeah, that's a, yeah, that's a totally different person. It is. I understand. See, that's how you know she's white because they look the same to you. Jennifer, they look, they look the Beals, same as who? Because all, all white people look the same to you. No, no. But <laughs> I think it's not the know, first time Jessica, I've made Jennifer. that joke. I mean, okay. Anywho, yeah, they got a black guy to play a white guy, and nope. And look, this is this country really is progressing because nobody like started no war, no nothing. Well, I don't think people know the character. How can they not know a comic book character? You're hilarious. You heard them talking about Thor, like when Heimdall was in it. <laughs> Listen, they just know that they're all supposed to be Norse guys, and they're like, "Well, if they're Norse, that means white." That's not how they said it. <laughs> That's not how they said it. Said white, white. But yeah, that so in the final episode, it's revealed that he is in fact his father, and uh, yeah. and yeah, it was a black dude birthed from two white people. <laughs> uh, yeah, you know, let me look it up because I thought, for whatever reason, I thought she she was like she's mixed. mixed, and she's I know mixed. that that um, she's mixed. Yeah, and I know that she passes Asian French. Huh? <laughs> <laughs> you dumb, <laughs> Jennifer Beals. Yeah, like I know she passes. Wait, that's homegirl from Flashdance? Yeah. yeah. Oh, then she definitely mixed. She had an afro that whole movie. You're hilarious. She doesn't have an afro in that movie. It's 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 afro. It's a half fro because she's half. <laughs> but yeah, but I mean, I think that she, you know, like some people, you know, like some people, if you look white enough, that's all that matters to them. You know what I mean? I don't know, man. That dude came out pretty dark for only being quarter black. Emma said that he got. Emily says that he identifies as white. <laughs> yeah, she's Irish and African American. All right. So she's black Irish. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, look, that guy should be even more passing than her. So quarter black, three quarters white, you get Puerto Rican. Got it. <laughs> That's what happens. It's like reverse albinos. <laughs> what? Reverse vitiligo. Revitiligo. Revitiligo. We need that showing right now more than ever. I don't even know. Like, <laughs> I, I don't. I don't even know what to say. Like, I feel like it might. Like the same thing that happened to South Park might happen to Boondocks if it was out now. What happened? Or, you know, it's like reality just kind of like outdid it. Oh, uh, that's true. It's like it's like Matt and Trey were trying to do commentary. They're trying to do like satire, and next thing you know. The reality ended up being more outrageous. It's like, oh my god! So is like South Park becoming Downton Abbey? <laughs> no, they just decided to like they just instead of doing like trying to do their whole like make sure we're up on whatever the the thing that's happening like this week. They kind of were like, we can go back to like doing just like topics. Like we can do current, we can do things that are like contemporary, but they don't have to be like, okay, this happened this week. And I think they just kind of, you know, yeah, we'll see. We'll see what happens. Oh, he says here, Jennifer Beals won the NWACP Image Award. No, that's that's not how you say that at all. Not, not NWA. <laughs> hey, yeah. speaking of biracial, um, Oz, why don't you tell us a little about uh, Hobbs and Shaw? <laughs> Hobbs and Shaw is the best goddamn superhero movie of the year. No questions. Lawrence, you have questions? <laughs> well, he, I have a question because since, was it Fast 8? That was... Fate. Yeah, Fate. Uh, <laughs> was that? That was uh, 
Fast and Furious Winter Soldier, right? Uh, I think so. They they've they've blurred together at this point for me. Which one? All of them? Or all, just- all of them. <laughs> all of them. Well, that's I I felt that that's what separated um, F eight from everything else because when I saw the trailer, I'm like. This looks a lot like Winter Soldier. Like they got the 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 friend of the good guy becoming a brainwashed bad guy or some shit, and then he has to stop his friend but save him too. Yeah, that's close. And so the way I describe Hobson Shaw is not Civil War so much as like uh, after Civil War, where Captain America nope. has got his team and they're doing their own missions, but they're not getting any help from the main crew. Because it's just Hobbs and Shaw and nobody else from any of the other Fast and Furious movies. Nobody. Not even a cameo. Nothing. Like, they they mention something that happened in, in Fast 8 or Fate, but it's just a quick reference to something that Hobbs and Shaw did in that movie, which was, like, the their prison escape in that movie, which is what led to this movie because people saw, oh, these guys are really good together. So... Do you need to see any of the Fast and Furious to see this movie? Nope. It's they they just threw the Fast and Furious label on it because it's a, it's kind of a spinoff. I mean, yeah, the characters come from there, but no, yeah, yeah. no. In fact, uh, one of the one of the biggest, I guess, uh, compliments to this movie is this is one of the, those movies that the wife watches with me because she feels she has to because of you know our love and shared of you know I, I watched movie she likes so she's gonna watch a movie i like but she was dreading it the whole time she enjoyed it i'm not she didn't love it but because she's not really into action movies like that but she enjoyed it and in fact just to kind of like really bring it home for her there's like one moment where they remind you it's technically a fast and furious movie where they end up at a chop shop and start showing classic cars oh yeah fast and furious got it (laughs) muscle cars yeah but you know what? And the surprising thing, like if you're going to go to a shop shop, you would think he, he would go to his buddies who have been like, that's their thing is modifying cars and fixing shit. Nope. They still don't talk to any of the Fast and Furious guys. Okay, we're going to create this whole new character, which I was calling Forge. And then uh, Amber actually said, well, actually, that, that's actually Tony Stark because, you know, Forge don't build shit like that. Forts don't don't go into into battle with them. He just kind of hangs in the back. Well, she didn't say all that, but <laughs> she just said that's. I don't know. She just said that's. Tony I don't know why Stark you're trying to talk about it. Forge. Because he's what happened? He's Forge. He's like not. He, he's not even Omega level. What are you gonna do with that guy? Oh, he just builds shit, and he's not even the best at building shit. <laughs> oh, that's funny. So you don't have to see Fast and the Furious necessarily. But what what took what made this like feel like a superhero movie to you? Um, I don't know if you got the text messages, but the way I described it was: imagine if you're going to make a movie and you say, "Okay, Luke Cage is going to team up with Iron Fist to help Black Widow save the world from AIM while Deathstroke is trying to kill them." <laughs> Not Deathstroke, uh, Deathlock. Sorry, got my deaths. Confused because I'm trying to keep it in uh, one universe so it's not mixed up too much. But there you go. There's a guy from the future. No, that's a half cyborg. The, the villain is like half cyborg. Uh, yeah, half cyborg. He's Deathlock. Oh, from the future? No, not from the future. Present time because AIM is creating this advanced technology and upgrading people. <laughs> I love it. That's what AIM does, right? I'm, I'm thinking of the right group. Yeah, yeah. Right, they, they, yeah. They, advanced ideal mechanics. Yeah, because they think that the the future of the world is going to be with uh, cybernetically enhanced people, 
and they want to kill all the the people that aren't strong enough with a techno organic virus actually now that i think about it and it's up to hobbs and shaw to to stop it that that's essentially the plot it's it's ridiculousness i mean the villain is a is a half cybernetic bulletproof I'm pretty sure his motorcycle is a transformer because it does like transform shit. Like he, he, th- there's one point where he slides on it and you see like parts of the motorcycle like transforming on it and he has Wi-Fi. So he's his own hotspot. Is his- that his transformer name? No, I forget his name. Black Eye Villain, I call him. Then at, at, at a random point, Deadpool shows up. I mean, what more do you need for, for a classic piece of cinema cinema history? By the way, Ryan Reynolds is just Deadpool now. Like that's that's just who he is. Like that I don't know if he was trying to be different in this movie, but he was he was Deadpool. And he has like Ryan what, Reynolds was kind of Deadpool before though. Right. But in I, I think I think he shot these He's scenes like right after now, right? I think he yeah, I think he shot these scenes like right after Deadpool too, because it's the same director. And that's how they got him, I think. Yeah, I think the oh, director he, mentioned yeah, yeah, I think I saw something where the that the director asked them to to be in it, and Deadpool has like the best scenes because he's being Deadpool. He's just wearing a suit instead of the the fucking mask. And this joint happened just because like Vin Diesel and The Rock can't get along, right? Like that's sort the only reason of. they made this movie, right? Sort of. That's that's probably the reason why Vin Diesel isn't in it at all. But really, it's just the the way the the Rock and uh, what's his face. Jason Statham. Yeah, Jason Statham. The the way they interacted in in the last movie, like their scenes were some of the best because the those two characters hate each other for for different reasons and just the the brute force versus the 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 ninja essentially dynamic of it. It's just interesting to watch. You know, and they they spend a lot of time like just insulting each other. Sometimes it's funny, sometimes it's just eh, but it's still it's still entertaining to watch. And they really hammered this point down in the introduction where essentially you have the the rock's character and Statham's character doing essentially the same thing but different. You know, the rocks in LA, he he's wake he's waking up, he's eating fucking raw eggs while Statham is like making a fancy omelet. They they go on a mission. The Rock is going into like a like a dirty, seedy drug den while Statham is going into like a high end club where he's got like a bottle of champagne on him. And they like they fight. They they're doing the exact same thing except one looks really ghetto and dirty. And the other one is like high class. So they, they really show you the dynamic of how different these two characters are and prepare you for bringing them together. So you, you really do not need any background on these characters. You, you get it all in that introduction, in that, in that first scene. They tell you everything you need to know about them. That's fair. So all in all, what would you rate it? Oh, five out of five. That good, huh? That it's, it's a fucking amazing movie. Just action romp, huh? Yeah. I mean, look, I've seen all the all the uh, Fast and Furious movies, and each one gets more ridiculous than the rest. And there are some, like, just ridiculous moments, but you put it in the context of this is a superhero movie, eh, physics be damned, then you're all right, you know? Okay. Mo, are you going to see this? Fuck no. <laughs> Not your kind of joint, huh? I, I mean, I don't know. I, I just, I've never liked the Fast and Furious movies. I'm not a, a big fan of remakes as it is, and the first Fast and the Furious was, not only was it a, a remake of the first Fast and the Furious. Wait, what? Re- Fast and Furious were remakes? Yeah. The first one was, it was a remake of an old movie from like the 70s. Really? Yeah, and then the script was just a remake of Point Break. 
So I'm like, I'm not watching these movies. Well, this is neither a Fast and Furious movie nor a remake. Yes, it, it's made from that. <laughs> that. That's enough for Bo. Yeah. It's made from that. It's a Rock Statham movie. Yeah, I'm good. I don't. I have enough homoeroticism with the superhero comics. Okay, Lawrence, are you gonna watch it? Uh, you know, probably, but I would prefer to see um the other movies first. <laughs> what other movies? There's nothing else on worth watching. I know. I mean, um, oh, the other Fast and Furious movies. The other Fast and Furious movies. You don't have yeah. to. No, don't have but, to. Yeah, maybe I'll just maybe I'll just go see that first, and then and then get catch up with those later. I I really I really don't like that they that it's technically a Fast and Furious movie because it's it's not like it's just not it's just an action movie. Okay. I mean, yeah, I, I believe it. I believe it. But eh, I mean, you know. It's like Rogue One. I mean, it's in that universe, but it's not really. It didn't feel like a Star Wars movie. Did Rogue One not feel like a Star Wars movie to you? Not like uh, the Skywalker saga, I guess, that we've been used to up to that point. Oh, okay. I mean, even the Darth Vader in that movie did not feel like the Darth Vader that I've been watching whine and bitch about his girlfriend for the last few years. <laughs> That's a good thing, right? Right. That's what I'm saying. It felt nothing like like what the saga <laughs> was giving me. It's like Darth Vader didn't start whining until prequels right yeah but even i don't know he was never that menacing in the in the first three i didn't watch him i wasn't a little kid when i watched them either but he never he he never like i could see why people were nervous around him but he never really felt too much like a threat to me (laughs) not not if you're not if you have the same abilities he does, like like Luke eventually did. You know, he just felt like a, like another dude, another another villain. But Rogue <laughs> One, man, his, his that one scene where he's just chopping people up. I mean, dude, yeah. he's fucking he's like a demon in that thing, man. That's that is <laughs> one the, that's one of the most badass things yeah. I've ever seen in in any Star Wars movie. Yeah, I would agree. And it, it's. It's as awesome as when they tell him he's surrounded. Wait, say what? Oh, you guys talking about Vader, right? Yeah. Yeah. It's almost as awesome as when somebody tells him he's surrounded. Uh, you talk from like the comic? Yeah. 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 That yeah. was cool too. But no, you talk about the end of Rogue One. Yeah, I'm just talking as far as movies go because nobody reads comics. I read comics. Nobody listening to us reads comics. I don't think that's true. Mo forced me to read a comic today. Yeah. Yesterday. Was it yesterday? What comic? Uh, the Green Lanterns 4. Oh. Oh, wait. Green Lanterns? No, no, no Green, Green Lantern. Lantern. The, the Morrison, oh. Hal Jordan debacle. Why Why did you make him read that? Because he likes Green Lantern. He, yeah, but he, not that one. He texted me something that sounded really profound. Like, Morrison is really, like, like he's getting told th- that he's fucking things up. And I was like, oh, no. well, that's interesting. It, look, that, nobody tells Morrison he's fucking up. You know that, Larry. Um <laughs> It felt like he's like, okay, I'm fucking this up. So now I'm going to write me fucking this up into the book. You know what I mean? So there was a scene where the Guardians of the Universe are actually like suspending Hal Jordan for all the wacky shit he's been doing. And, uh, <laughs> but it turns out if you actually, you know, if you don't get too excited and text Oz, but you actually finish the book, it was like he was working undercover and telling a story about the Green Lanterns to somebody to infiltrate. Uh, a cell of cosmic vampires. Right. Oh, it, so that was all made up? Yeah. It, it, it makes sense if it's made up because right. he's undercover. Because you know? the, the story ends with, and he was put in house arrest on his home planet. Or a planet of his choosing. Right. And then 
you know, the, then, oh, look, there's Hal Jordan. Now, technically, you could say, well, maybe he chose that planet to, to take out this, this person. Yeah, but then he went to another planet. Well, to which my, my response would be, look, if you're going to put him on house arrest, why do you, why does he keep the ring? Like, what's, yeah. the, what's the point of, of saying you're going to stay in this planet if I'm going to give you this, this piece of technology that can help you travel wherever the fuck you want? And when you <laughs> suspend a cop, you take his badge and gun. You don't, you don't just leave, you know, hey, just go wait over there. But we're not going to track you. He was bullshitting. But this isn't a review of Green Lantern. No, it's just kind of like an angry response that you made me read a comic book. I felt dirty. Even though I have that stack of books in my backpack at all times. <laughs> in case I, I, on the off chance, I get 15 minutes to actually look at something. I, I, um, I haven't gotten far, but I started reading uh, White Knight. Like the OG one? The Joker story. Yeah, yeah, that one. What White Knight are you thinking of? The Sean Murphy one. No. Yeah. No. Yeah. yeah that's, that's what I'm talking about. Oh. That's that you it's both is there, both it, those things. Is the there Sean a, Murphy and the Joker story? But there's like but there's the second one. There's two White Knights. Yeah, yeah, there's you're right. You're right. I'm sorry. There, saying, there's like, one out now. I'm talking about the the original one. Okay. So you're reading the OG one, which yes. was the initial question. But the initial yeah, I'm reading the the original. All right. So you're gonna review it or what? Not not yet, because I haven't finished it. Not today. <laughs> so this show turned out to be a preview of stuff we're gonna talk about next week. <laughs> this is the zero episode. Yeah. With uh with an ad for Hobbs and Shaw on page three. Yeah. All right. I gave you Swamp Thing, gave you Midsummer Scream. We did Hobbs and Shaw. What else did I say we were gonna talk about? Do you guys see the Titan stuff? I no. saw Crypto. It, it's just a fucking white dog. I mean, Crypto is the one you looked for. Well, they got him right. It's a white dog. You can't fuck that up too bad. And you actually, expected Titans to fuck it up. Actually, yeah, supposed to be more of a retriever, but yeah, whatever. Yeah. There's so, plenty of other stuff that pissed me off about the show. Did you see Aqualad? No, I, I didn't uh, see I'm putting I'm putting Aqualad in chat. Then I I'm still want to see the Alfred Wayne. Oh, yeah, I got that picture too. It's uh, it's the guy from Game of Thrones. The guy that had like the skin cancer. Nobody cares about that. That guy looks too old to be Aqualad. That that's not Bruce Wayne on the oh, left. Right? That's that look. That, it, that's what he's been cast as, Bruce Wayne. That was my whole point. Not only do they not dye his blonde hair, but he's old as fuck, and he can't do an American accent because he's fucking talking British. When I saw this trailer, I really thought that was Alfred. When I actually looked on on the the cast list, they ca they say he is Bruce Wayne. Why do people love this show? I don't know. Who's the the? Is that Aqualad you put on top? Yeah, Aqualad's always on top. Superboy looks pretty good. I'll put Superboy. Oh, you can't fuck it up. It's black shirt and jeans, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, they still managed to fuck it up. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he kind of looks, looks like uh, he looks a little bit like like Welling. He looks yeah. like Seth MacFarlane pretending to be Superboy. Yeah. Okay, but but Ravager, Ravager, you're cool with, right? The Transformer? No, <laughs> Rose, <laughs> not Ravage, Ravager. I mean, she's got an eye patch. Yeah. Well, who else they got in there? Uh, Deathstroke, you said you like, right? Yeah. Well, Deathstroke's not is not hard, like, cause even Arrow, like, technically fucked it up, but didn't like. It, they all always like look okay, you know. I don't like those giant shoulder pads. Yeah, the shoulder pads don't look good. But you sure that's Deathstroke? Yeah. Not Deadshot. It looks like Deadshot. Yeah, cause of the eye, but it's Deathstroke, cause the mask is two colors. They all, everything looks like one color to me. 
Yeah, because it's so did fucking dark. BVS give us the best looking Deathstroke? Yeah. That's crazy to think. Well, the I mean, the Arrowverse had it pretty cool, but the yeah. map wasn't that great. Like, yeah. the costume itself was, was okay. The mask looked like a hockey mask. Like, you um, know. The Arrowverse is the, the, the best extended one, probably, right? I mean. What do you mean? Like, the, the, like, BVS is just really like a cameo. Right. But, like, as far as, like, actual, like, character, like, recurring-ish, like, the Arrow versus... Well, I, that's that's the only one, huh? Oh, the games. Yeah, but that's not live action. Like, we're talking about live action. Yeah. A translation from, from page to screen. Yeah, uh, probably Arrow is the best one. Well, no, like you said, BVS. Uh, poor Joe Manganiello. <laughs> What's so funny? <laughs> just the way you said it, like, like I, I feel like you really feel uh, you feel bad for him. He doesn't have a job. Uh, yeah, I kind of do too. I mean, he really looked like he was looking forward to that. He looked yeah. like one wanted to be good at it. Like he's out there trying, and then it's all canceled. Yeah. Who else is in it that sucks? Uh, just the main cast. Who, who's yeah. the? Who, oh, is that Supergirl? Is that who that's supposed to be? That's Donna Troy. It's Titans. Lawrence, keep up. Oh, I don't know. I'm Super like, because she's not blocked. She's not. Well, yeah, they would fuck that up too. How am I supposed to know if that's Donna? If that's Donna Troy because she was in season one. Oh man, I don't think I got that far. <laughs> she wasn't in the Donna Troy outfit, but she was in season one. And uh, the the kicker for me, the 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 gut punch, the the this show rubbing its balls on my face was uh was grayson because season one like essentially the whole season is grayson trying to not be robin like not be like batman like not be a sidekick being something different to the point where the 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 show ends with him setting that suit on fire and it's burning up and he's gonna do his own thing now he's his own man you know, there's already a new Robin. He's already met Jason Todd, and now he's gonna be his own thing. In so, the in the go ahead. No, no, you go ahead. In the preview for season two, fucking back in the Robin suit. I would have <laughs> thrown something at it if I wasn't at work. You really wanted to see Nightwing, huh? Yes, that I that that was the whole point. Like you set the Robin <laughs> suit on fire. Well, now you're gonna do your own thing. You're gonna be Nightwing, right? Like that. I'm not crazy. That makes sense, right? No, no, you're not crazy. That makes perfect sense. You know, I don't care if you go with the with the weird yellow disco looking suit. You know, just start somewhere. End up at like the a- light blue with the yellow trim. Yeah, and he had like a collar, <laughs> and he had yeah with the high collar popping it. The party in the I front, the party stick. in the back, and business in the front. There it is with the chest hair popping out. So, are they gonna like? Do you think they're gonna go into the Bruce Wayne molesting him thing? Wait, what? what? Isn't that why he hates him so much in this season? No. <laughs> I'm like, wait, what? I, he hates he hates him. You're talking about the show specifically, right? Yeah. In, the, in the show, he hates him because Batman is so is becoming so dark and brutal. Like he's just fucking. He, he's not killing people, but he's on that edge, and he sees himself going in that direction where he's just brutalizing villains. And that's not that's not Grayson. Grayson is the the fun loving happy dude, and he's just not happy. So he he wants to he doesn't want to turn into Bruce Wayne. He doesn't want to be dark and broody. He wants to be what he is, what he's supposed to be. So he's never heard of Oedipus. I'm sure he has. He's had a wonderful education. Well, <laughs> no, that's what you run away from is what you get to. Well, yeah, but even if you know the story, you're still it's still gonna happen. Hey, look, I still haven't fucked my mother. 
Allegedly. Yeah, allegedly. Just a little finger action. Oh, you should not have said that. I know. That's why I said it. <laughs> it makes it funny. <laughs> the point is, he's trying to be different, and the, the commercial for season two shows him right back in that fucking Robin suit. I don't care if they just put him in a black outfit, like black Kevlar bulletproof How do you know vest. It's not a huh? How do you know it's not a flashback? Because he's fighting Jason Todd. Oh. And he's assembling with the Titans. Oh. That was my first clue. You could still be wrong. I could, but do you really think I am? No. What what if this is the show that saves DC Universe app? This isn't Doom no Patrol. No way. No, Doom Patrol is the, is the reason to get the app. Doom Patrol and, and the comics. Because there's, there's a lot of books in there. Yeah. Not even that old. I mean, the last edition, addition, as far as I know, a few weeks ago, was The Gift. And The Gift is like less than a year old at this point, mm-hmm. I think. Am I? Is it? I could be wrong. I, it might be a year. Yeah. But, yeah, I, honestly, I, I think the outside of those shows, one of the best things the app has going for it is how it, it integrates all the different media. like Or how it can integrate all the different media surrounding, like, you know, like characters or teams or, or, or books, you know, themes. And it's a re- it's a real shame how I don't hear a lot of people talking about Young Justice, but I know they're yeah. watching it because it's been renewed again. It's fantastic, though. Yeah, I mean, we're talking about it, but I've heard more people talk about Titans and and Doom Patrol than I have Young Justice. I've heard people talking about Doom Patrol. I, I you're the only person I know that's talking about Titans, but I'm you know. No, but the buzz online, it, the Titans is big. Really? That's so crazy. That is crazy. Like, I'm wondering why it is that I don't run into more people that are watching it. I mean, we don't either, just online. Like, I'm watching it, but I'm not enjoying it. Yeah, I don't think people admit it. Like, I should be I should be able <laughs> guilty to... guilty pleasure. I should be able to jerk off to every episode with Grayson in it, and I can't. <laughs> um, I actually had some listener feedback. And since we're on the DC Universe app subject, and yeah. it says right here, it says, just saw the DC Universe app is running a poll on which show people are most excited about. You can only vote once a day. Doom Patrol is actually leading over Harley Quinn and Titans, uh, to which are uh, tight. Harley Quinn isn't even out yet. Right, but that's what people are more excited for. It might suck. Oops. They're, they're excited for, not what they like. <laughs> Oz is like, why don't I like Titans? He he goes, <laughs> no, they he do goes, like Titans. That's the problem, man. This is some bull. No, but it's, he's saying that, that Doom Patrol is leading above all those. Yeah, sitting there watching it all flaccid. I wonder if it's is, not is, flaccid. Is, is Young Justice Outsiders in there at all? Uh, not or is in, only the live action joint? Not in what this listener told me. Oh, okay. uh, so we got to rock the vote. I think the HBO deal just barely saved it. They seem so ready to pull the plug. He goes on to say, it's also fucking lame that they're not selling any official Doom Patrol gear. So I had to order a bootleg shirt just to represent. What the fuck are they thinking? That's interesting. Which, which I replied, yeah. Word. <laughs> Just cutting hair at the time, you know? Um, but yeah, that's a little bit of listener perspective on Doom Patrol. We did our job talking about it. God damn it. Yeah, we, yeah. we worked hard watching it. What? Titan, Doom Patrol? Titans. Well, I guess not Lawrence. Lawrence didn't watch it. You didn't yeah, watch it no. either. I'm the only one behind. watching. You're the only one watching. Oh, my God. So if you do have the Universe app, go ahead. Uh, did I say Universe or DC Universe? You said Universe, but whatever. If you have the DC Universe app, go vote for whatever you want. And, you know, I'm not going to tell you how to vote, but watch everything. Get, you know. Also, they're running a thing now where if you, I don't know why they sent it to me because I'm already a paying subscriber. 
Um, but if you get sign up for a trial, you get uh, you can win a trip for two to beautiful Los Angeles. What? So there's that. I take a trip to LA. Just Google DC Universe trial and then sign up, and then you can come buy us a beer. That'd be cool. Well, I don't want a beer, but I would drink with whoever came. Wow, this is this yeah, is man. actually this is actually kind of shocking to me. What? I I typed in Doom Patrol merchandise official. There's a ton of Doom Patrol merchandise. None of it is official. Yeah, but a lot of it looks good. This is like a revenue stream that how how is DC not taking it? Why would they not have merchandise? It doesn't make like, sense. They could actually build it build it into the app. Yeah, have a little like shopping tab. Like even with the comics, like yeah, you're gonna get them free with the subscription for let's say every time a book comes out for three months. But then you can, you know, build in the DC Comics app where you can just buy them and keep your library going if you buy them. If there was a, a shop button on the DC app and there was, do, well, do any of the shows have merchandise? I don't think so. Uh, yeah, probably not. But I would definitely. Oh, also, you know what? That's also a deal that they have to cut with the talent and shit, too, you know? But not like the, the black shirt with the red Doom Patrol, like all the shit that Mr. Nobody had around him. Like you don't need right. the cast for that. You have you own the name. Oh, but I, it's not about that. It's that the cast, um, basically the cast, uh, what you call it? The cast made the show what it is, and that's why you're selling shirts. You know what I mean? I this would. is the same reason why Rick lost his hat after that season of episode uh, of uh, Walking Dead because the the original artist sued Kirkman for. <laughs> for more money really yeah you know we talked about this larry on the show yeah, i'm sorry man i didn't remember like i knew they sued i didn't know it was because of the hat or i didn't remember well no it's because you know like a lot of the stuff they did and especially in that beginning like the first three seasons of walking dead were with the original dude and then so all those characters are like his design right and they didn't never really worked out a deal but kirkman's getting all this money and tony moore's not getting any and then one of the big things was rick with the hat like that's my design so then moving forward rick didn't have a hat oh wow it's like the superman curl yeah i would totally drape myself like mr nobody and all that doom patrol gear right now <laughs> like the way the way mr nobody was watching doom patrol is how i would be watching it but can't what i haven't seen is any cosplayers doing doom patrol characters yeah i would have thought that you would see a robot man by now nah they all do like the the movie yeah. stuff because they're not real fans i guess Anyway, what else do we have to talk about here? Nah, I'm all agitated now. You've done stroke my agita. What, what did you say? Yeah, he stroked his agita. Oh, he heard me. He's wanting to hear that me again. Out. Um, what else do we have to talk about? Really? Man, all right, look, look, we might end up early. It's good too because I got I got some place to be at nine o'clock. Mm. I got to be at my couch because the nine o two one o premiere is today. Oh, nine p.m. I thought yeah. that was streaming. I mean, it's streaming, but I'm streaming it live from the network okay yeah. we got news we got mm -hmm. all right let's go into mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and then uh then we'll hit the news just go right into the news hey everyone moses magnum here with another heavy metal minute i'm here to talk to you today about the message of our lord tool they uh today wednesday august something or other what is it august 8th 7th, 6th, August 7th, they released the first song in 13 years. Okay, this is the title track of their upcoming album, Fear Inoculum. 
Now, if you haven't heard it, go ahead, go to at Tool Music, Instagram, YouTube, whatever the fuck. And, or, you know, iTunes, Apple Music, Spotify, it's everywhere. And listen to this shit. This shit is... It's Tool. Like, there's only one way to describe it. There, you, you know there's been bands around that... Oh, this band kind of sounds a little Judas Priesty. This one's a little Iron Maiden-y. Uh, Tool is one of those bands that when you hear it, you know it's fucking Tool. All right? And that's what Fear Knocking Them is. It, now, the only thing about this song, it's the first song on the track. It's the title track of the album. It's the namesake of the album. Usually when songs are that close to the beginning and they share the same name as the album... I know it's a bad sign. But this song sounds like something that would have been track 11 on any other album. So I can only imagine what the rest of the album sounds like. And I can't wait. Time isn't time isn't moving fast enough till the new album gets here. Um, another interesting bit of trivia here is that when you look up the album on Apple Music, I don't know how it's like on every other platform, it doesn't have any track listings for any other songs it's just fear inoculum and then it just says track two three four and so forth down the rest of the album list the track listing and that's classic tool for you they don't they haven't released any names but uh 13 years was a long wait and i am happy with this song being it was worth the wait is what i'm trying to say uh, that's pretty much all for news. One thing I do want to bring up is a heavy metal PSA. Uh, this past weekend, there was a shooting in Dayton, Ohio. The motherfucker that decided to shoot everybody, the piece of shit that decided to shoot everybody, happened to be wearing an Acacia Strain hoodie. And, you know, it had the slogan in the back, no heart to feel, no soul to steal, from their song Ramirez. And now they're being scapegoated. Acacia Strain is being scapegoated specifically by some cocksucker who I'm not even going to say his name. I'm going to leave him nameless, just like the guy that shot up everybody. Mainly the reporter I'm leaving nameless because I can't remember the piece of shit's name. But he's basically blaming heavy metal for this. And really, all I have to say to you people listening, when you're looking for something to blame for shit like this, you gotta look within. These three cocksuckers that kicked, that killed children and people, all on weekends when people are just trying to have fun in the sun on summer break. All these people were part of the institutional, ideological, state-mandated education system. They went to your organized religion places. They have more in common with their upbringing than they do with heavy metal <laughs> you know one out of three listen to heavy metal and one other thing i gotta say is that these dudes are more likely to think like you than they are to me so you gotta be careful when you go if you hang out with a bunch of people like you chances are one of those motherfuckers is going to kill you. So be prepared. Exercise the Second Amendment right. Do it legally. And bear arms. 
<laughs> and be prepared. Check out, check all your uh, all your exits wherever you go, whether it's a heavy metal concert or a restaurant or McDonald's or Arby's. Know your exits. Always have a plan. Always be prepared. Don't get caught off guard by these motherfuckers that are looking for a little bit of fame because their lives are meaningless and they want to take it out on other people trying to have a good fucking time. I'm Moses Magnum. This has been a Heavy Metal Minute. We should have a like, uh, like current. <laughs> well, not not like that, but like. Isn't that Tool song like ten minutes long? Yeah, that's why this heavy metal uh, minute was a little longer than normal. Hmm. Like it, all it, their other songs are, I think, between ten and twelve minutes on this album. Geez, so it's what, like a six-song album? No, it's like twelve. I think 12 songs, but there's no physical release because, you know, nobody really buys like there's actually a news story that they said that, you know, are, is it going to be special like physical release? Because they always their physical releases are usually really cool. Like they're lenticular covers and shit like that. They hire this like really good painter to do all the art. Um, and they said, well, the physical release is going to come with a LED screen with speakers and a camera rear and front and basically they're, they're jokingly a, it, saying that the physical release is your phone yeah yeah you know? no i got it but yeah so i don't know yeah it doesn't look like they're doing a physical release and and in fact let me let me check here to see how many tracks the album is Let's see. Yeah, but it's definitely i mean you could tell it's tool it's uh, there's no question on that you yeah, know there's there's 10 tracks 10 yeah, it says 10 37 minutes so uh, there's probably some like little noise interludes in between songs. So it's probably it probably is like six songs. Hmm. Mo, what's the significance of when you mentioned track eleven? Um, well, for example, uh, if you listen to Tool, it's like track eleven is a song on the album Ladderless. Track eleven is a song called Reflection. And I'll I'll, I'll, uh, I'll click on it. I won't play it because uh, that song is eleven minutes and eight seconds. But that song is part of a triad, which contains the song Reflection, Triad, and Fiaptoyad. And uh, those songs all go together. And each one is, so Triad is seven minutes and Fiaptoyad is three minutes. So it makes it like a, it's basically one song split into three that is like 18 minutes long. Yeah. Wow. And uh, that that song, uh, Fear Inoculum, is like 11, 10, 11 minutes long. And then if you go to like uh, Enema, song 11 is Push It, which is, I think on the main album is, yeah, nine. But when they play it live, it's like 15, like because they do like the version they wanted to do. The, the little bit of history of Tool, Larry, since you don't know, is they um, with, after that album Enema, they didn't put out an album for like five years or so but in those five years they actually sued their rate their their record label their management their accountant and eventually they got all their rights to do their own shit the way they wanted and um so yeah the that song push it should have been like 13 to 15 minutes long originally but they had to do it that short you know and the other albums were like ladderless Ten Thousand days all those songs are, are pretty long but they, they stay around seven minutes or so but uh, here in, in Fear Inoculum, I think they're going for, you know, I think like seven or eight, ten minute songs and then like three interludes in between. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Let's see what, what yeah. number 11 is on. 
what I'm seeing is a uh, new tool album is 85 minutes long with seven tracks. Yeah. Yeah. So we'll see. I mean, again, this album might not ever come out either. Like it could be tool just trolling us for the last year. You really? Oh yeah. I can see them doing that. Like when Ladderless was supposed to come out cause it had been a long wait. They released some, um, like DVD stuff in between right when they got the rights back. And then they said, okay, this album's coming out this date. And then they're like, you know what? Right when the date came out, like the day or two before, or the week of, because back then they used to come out on Tuesdays, you know? Right. So the that, that Friday, they released a press release saying, oh, yeah, we didn't realize that it's coming out on the singer's birthday, so we're just going to push it a month. And that's, that's no reason to push it a month, is it? You know, like, they just wanted to fuck with people. And and it never actually ended up coming out, or? No, it came out a month later. Oh, but, oh got it. But that they fuck with people. Even, like, um, you know, the singer's, like, not vegan, but people were asking if his wine, because he makes wine, if, you know, they tweeted Major, Maynard James Keenan, they're like, hey, is your wine vegan? And he just posted a picture, a video of him grabbing a handful of bacon and throwing it in the barrel. He's like, not anymore. <laughs> There's uh, the, the stories I'm seeing are that the release date is going to be August 30th, but that's yeah. not something the band said. They just, they flashed the date August 30th while they were doing one of the songs. Yeah. And Maynard was saying, all right, everybody, take out your phones and uh, security stand down. Let these fuckers do whatever they want with their phones. So like encouraging them to take a picture and, I, they're assuming that's the official date announcement, but I don't see anything that actually says it's the official date announcement either. There's no tours lined up past the end of this summer. Like, I, I actually don't think they're, I think they're done touring already, but there's no kind of tours or anything lined up. Yeah, the what I'm looking at says, yeah, they'll remain on the road through mid-May. So this story is a few months old already. Yeah. I don't see anything about a new tour. Yeah. And everybody's assuming August 30th because that, that's the date that flashed on the screen while they were in a concert which if but like like mo said maynard likes to fuck with people too yeah let me check let me check what if his son's birthday is august 30th i think it's i mean i like tool so does that mean that they're gonna push it push it Um, good yeah push it i don't know i mean like there might so they played songs from the album supposedly live already and that's when they flashed the date and then this is the official release of a studio track and you know yeah it kind of sounds like it would go with those other songs but those other songs are i I don't like i said it says 37 minutes for 10 tracks here oz you said 84 minutes with seven tracks that sounds more accurate but there's no like usually when when they release something when anybody releases anything on on apple music like there's the song that you can listen to now and then you can download the album and it tells you what everything else is you just can't play it yet you know and uh this isn't the case this says it goes from track it says you know fear inoculum album fear inoculum track that one you can play and then you can't play anything else including the ones they've already played you know usually when bands do that you can hear them already on the services is what, what's their twitter is at tool pussifer apc official at all no that's okay. the singers three bands so it's probably like a, fan oh, a perfect circle i get it apc so i think it's tool well, band or cool music because at tool pussifer apc like actually posted the the release date and this uh the story i'm reading it i'm reading here like says that's a confirmation that's like official confirmation that's why i ask because if i mean if it's his if it's his a perfect circle thing then it could be official again could be him fucking with people 
Yeah. But it could at, also be. Let's see. So, oh, wait. At Tool. I mean, there's a video and it has that date on it. I don't want to click it because it might be noise. At Tool. Effing Tool. That's Tool. Yeah. Tool. Effing Tool. But yeah. the actual address is at Tool. It has. I see uh, the Tool logo with MMXIX. And then on, at the bottom, it says August 30th. It's a video. I don't want. Like I said, I don't want to click it because then we'll get noise on the stream. But. That seems a little bit more official, although it doesn't say what's coming out. I don't see the album name or anything like that. <laughs> it's funny. I, I'm just looking at the singer Maiden, Maynard James Keenan's Twitter, and his profile picture is a Birkenstock with socks. Like, he's wearing a Birkenstock sandal with socks under it, and it says, world-class multitasker, winemaker, entertainer, curmudgeon, and armed snowflake. The end. Is his wine any good? I've never had it. I, I've been wanting to, but I've never had it. Okay. I'm sure it is because I think he destroyed like half of the crop because it didn't come out right. Apparently, it tastes like bacon. <laughs> yeah. Bacon one. Like I want that one, the one he threw bacon in. That's it, it might be a reserve like thing too, like bacon tainted wine or swine wine. All right, well, now I know what I'm bringing to next year's. Did we show. lose Larry cuz he's not laughing at it? Oh, I'm sorry. Like no, I my, I'm right here. My mic was off. I was laughing. I thought my mic was on. Fuck, but we need your laughter. I'm, like, I'm sorry. So you know, swine wine was hilarious. <laughs> oh no, Robo Larry. Even Arm Snowflake, like I felt so stupid just saying it, and not hearing anything from anybody. No, I I watched McCullough. I, I I laughed at that too. Okay, look, take 2. <laughs> Right. Word. I hate this already. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, Larry, we didn't get to talk about Eternals with you, did we? Um, yes and no, right? Like not no actually, maybe not actually. Yeah. Yeah. Eternals. You love it. You know, I'm concerned. I guess mostly because I, I feel like Eternals very well could be on the way to becoming like the next like Guardians oh. for me. You're like gonna, which you're gonna might be it? good for some people, I guess. Right? Some people are like, oh yeah, Guardians. I'm not certain. Like I, I don't I don't understand the casting choices they're making, and not, none of it like none of it gets me excited to necessarily see it. It's like I got enough faith that you know, of course, like I'll check it out. But it's like none of it is 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 like has me uh, like hankering to check it out per se. Well, that's where that clip came from, where I said I hate it already. Oh. They still don't have a Cersei, huh? She might not even be in it. But Larry, did you see the people that are in it? Like the cast? I've seen some of them. Oh, you didn't see the full cast photo that they did? No. No, they did a full cast photo. Yeah. None of those people look like they should be in Eternals. Like, <laughs> maybe, like, Angelina Jolie, but... Well, you said the the girl playing Sprite, or not Sprite. Oh, yeah. It's the girl, there's a girl playing, playing Sprite, Larry. Uh, and uh, she actually looks like the little kid drawn by John Romita Jr. Like, they could have her play a boy, like easily okay that's cool prepubescent you know yeah kind of shakespearean right i don't know what that that, that sounds right but yeah but yeah so and then like you know some hayek is ajak yeah which yeah i yeah it's a strange choice but yeah the whole thing's weird but in other news viacom acquires the comic strip garfield really is garfield even still printed in in uh newspapers do we still have newspapers (laughs) they did do like a bunch of like straight to video movies like it is still uh uh, i remember the movies i mean wasn't uh uh what's his face the the ghostbuster the funny one yeah he he was bill murray yeah yeah i thought he was the garfield voice right in the first one yeah there was a second one yeah the second one i forgot who the second one was but it wasn't as good as good i didn't even know it existed (laughs) 
why would you make a sequel to that? The first one was hot garbage. Yeah, but you know, maybe they maybe they bought it to make a quality one. What was yeah, it? what was it called? Garfield Two, Garfield: I, The Tale of Two Kitties. Yeah, that was the one. <laughs> it's on, played in that one. Let's see, voice cast. It was Bill Murray in the second one. Yeah. Oh, well, Tale of Two Kitties, right? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Tale of Two Kitties. That's terrible. That's funny too, though. But that it's terrible. Might be the first one. Yeah, but no, the first one was Garfield the movie. Yeah, Bill mm. Murray's in it. So's Tim Curry. Wow. Bob Hoskins is in it. Hey man, money. <laughs> hey, apparently, money. I thought using Brecken Meyer as John was a good idea. What makes him a good John? Like the socially kind of awkward guy that's trying to be a little cool. Like Brecken Meyer can do that well. Yeah, John's fine. It's just the movie overall sucked. Huh. Oh, that's weird. Yeah. Uh, Kevin Conroy is going to be old man Batman in the. Crisis Arrowverse crossover. That's cool. Like live action. You're actually going to see him. He doesn't look like Batman really though, right? No, he looks more like Magneto. Does he really? Like movie Magneto. Oh, yeah. Okay. Like a younger version of that guy. What the hell is that guy's name? Ian McKellen? Or yeah, he looks like a young Ian McKellen. Like if you're going to do a Magneto, well, I guess that other guy with the big dick is the Magneto, young Magneto now, right? <laughs> Who are we talking about? Fassbender? Yeah, oh, he's got geez. a legendary schlong. That's oh. what they said. I still, I, I'm not impressed. <laughs> Most like he hasn't showed it to me. <laughs> oh, well, it was in a movie. Yeah, it was in a movie. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so so when I heard about it. I, I googled it, and you know, of course he did. Well, yeah, because if it's that like it's making people's jaw drop, I want to see what one that makes a, a jaw drop looks like. <laughs> I mean, he's no Liam Neeson, but, you know. Does Liam Neeson have a large penis? Oh, yeah. The one lady that used to bang him was like, oh, it's like an Evian bottle. (laughs) That's not even a joke. Like, I think that's that's pretty much a direct quote without me actually having it in front of me. Well, it's how his first wife died. (laughs) (laughs) Man, if you don't stop it. (laughs) (laughs) What? Stop what? Look, this show started off dark. We need some humor. Oh, jeez. Y'all are crazy. You guys uh, excited? for his wife died. <laughs> you guys excited about Andy Serkis directing Venom 2? I'm more interested the- in him playing Venom. Apparently. Wait, is, he, is he playing Venom? No, he's, no. he's directing. It's still Tom Hardy, which uh, apparently, according to Serkis, Tom Hardy is actually, like, has input in the story. Like, he's helping write it. Oh, yeah, because he's a. He's, I, I, he's, yeah, I don't he know. Looks. I, I don't know how much of a good idea that is, but apparently he was really into the first one. Yeah. I thought the first... I, I enjoyed the first one. I didn't think it was that great. We are Venom. What? That's what he's going to say. No. <laughs> um, yeah, that, you know, the, the first Venom could have been enjoyable, but it wasn't. And uh, my only hope is that with the Sony and Spider-Verse things, like... They'll find a way to make it good within the Spider-Verse stuff. Well, and my only hope is Obi-Wan Kenobi. What's <laughs> he doing in it? Nah, I just wanted to make Lawrence laugh again. Uh, Lawrence, we talking about Moria Metagrid at all? Oh, dude. Because um, it, technically it's a spoiler. Yeah, exactly. But it's also a news story. Like, it kept popping up all over the place. Yeah, yeah. I, I don't think we can until next week. Okay. Scratching that off the list. Yeah, like that, it's, that, it's that's crazy. fine. That's fine. It's a spoiler. I did. I did find out why it's power of ten now. Right. That uh, is that a spoiler? It's not a spoiler, right? Yeah, that's a spoiler too. It's a it's a story format thing. It's not like a story plot element, is it? I haven't actually read the book. I just kind of read about oh. it. Oh, 
But I will I be would, I will be picking it, up the books in the next few days because somebody at work actually asked me to pick them up for them, which was weird. It, it was a weird moment for me because I hate that guy, but he's in the comments, really? so I might have to talk he, to him. He doesn't know that he doesn't know that you hate him. Nah, probably not. <laughs> Uh, I, I don't funny. know. We mess with each other though, because like I'd been in the re-education camp for a week, <laughs> and the the day I came back, all the shit on my desk was packed up in a box. What? And it was like it, it like for a second I was like, oh oh, I was like, oh, this asshole probably did it, and yeah, it was just him trying to be funny because he was just laughing in the back. Like that was not funny. <laughs> it's it kind of funny. funny. It's kind of mess funny. with people's livelihoods. In in related news, tomorrow morning I face the living tribunal. Oh yeah, yeah. One one guy with three heads. <laughs> while the, the while the the physical embodiment of the four, fourth head is in the same room. Speaking of a guy with many heads, the directors for Endgame think Keanu Reeves would make a good Moon Knight. The directors of Endgame also are stupid. No, but he he would though. Isn't he kind of old? Huh? Isn't he kind of old? Moon Knight's kind of old in weather too. Like, is he? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Like he he's actually it's cool because he's he's really I don't know if they still do this, but remember that one terrible Moon Knight book that looked so beautiful with the art, Larry? Yeah. Like he they made him have all the scars of all his adventures. Yeah. So he's all scarred up. Like he's actually he looks cool because he's like Bruce Wayne, rich guy, but he's crazy or mentally ill and uh and he's all scarred up so he's like doing all these like business meeting talks but he's got like fucking slashes on his face there was uh set photos of keanu at the bill and ted 3 set dude is not recognizable in fact that's the name of this photo i'm about to post keanu reeves bill's ted set unrecognizable let's see really i mean you can kind of if you look closely but if you were just walking by this dude you would not say hey keanu what's up no. Is he supposed to be Bill? He's in like a character or something right there, right? Yeah, it might be like an alternate future thing or something like that. I don't know. But that's Keanu Reeves as like, I guess, a roadie? <laughs> right? Maybe. Uh, CBR owner Jonah Wyland is going to be the new VP of marketing and creative services at DC. Oh, like, good. I didn't think it was such a big deal, but like they had all kind of... Uh, people talking about like I, I guess they love this guy oh um, yeah no. judge judge josh fialkov was like oh may they finally recognize the incredible italian brilliant blah 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 and if it's like reading the rest of that gail simone is quoted as saying congrats yay the only person that didn't seem too excited was jurgens who just gave away well done <laughs> And as we all know, Jurgens is the only one in this in this list that has any credibility. Well, he's he's the honest one, right? And he's he's working. He's I, got no time to to market. I, I trust the man and everything he does. And he wasn't <laughs> eating a sandwich when he said it. But yeah, yeah. No, I mean the dude's well respected in the community. We're talking about Wyland, right? Yeah. Did we ever meet him, Larry? You know, I feel like we we met him once. Um, you know, I feel like we might have met him actually that same night at um, what was that? Spawn one hundred or do that two hundred? Oh right? yeah, yeah, yeah. two hundred. Yeah, Spawn two hundred. Which three hundred is getting ready to come out? Yeah, so that came out today. Uh, I, I think came out it, today. Yeah. Hmm? Oh yeah, I remember. And him. I guess he's going back to DC. So did they fire him at some point? 
he probably left to, to go start CBR or something or to Yeah, how hard is it to create a website? He's the guy that makes the secret press rooms at Comic Cons, like the little yacht or tiki places. He he makes the what? You you know about this. I don't know what we're talking about. We were literally standing there, like and one of our media colleagues was like did you get invited to Jordan Wyland's like yacht thing? And we're like, no. Oh, because I gotta go there now. I'm like, okay, go. You know, like. <laughs> DC Universe Online is available on Switch. That's yeah, you know what? I did see that. Wait, I don't think I'm gonna mess with it. The, the st- well, it's free to play. I mean, why not? And like, I think I think I still remember my login. Well, there you go. I, I don't know if it'll try because because if, if it'll work because apparently it's a, like a dedicated server. I just like the the place where I read the story because the the person writing the story was talking about how it looked like shit for an Xbox and PlayStation game, but you put it on the Switch and it's okay. <laughs> I mean, seriously, this guy spent like two paragraphs talking about how shitty it looked on regular systems, but it's passable on the Switch. That's wild. Yeah. I don't know, especially like, you know, I technically I got Ultimate Alliance to play. Yeah, but this is free. Yeah. But... Although it's the exact same game. So it's not no, like, it, please. I don't think so. No, it is. Like the it's it's, the, it's just a port. So if Oh, you... the exact same game you mean. Not, yeah, no, I yeah, that. I'm not comparing it to Ultimate Alliance. Oh. I'm saying it's That's what it sounded like. <laughs> that is what it sounded like. I was like, no, no, it's not the same. Like I, I don't wanna you know. Yeah. Have you played it that Ultimate Alliance at all? Is that any good? Yeah, it's really fun actually. Okay, let me I ask only, let me ask somebody still... who's not uh, an apologist. Mo, have you played the game? Oh, listen. Oh, but I did watch a uh Twitch review of it and then I'm like, Okay, maybe I won't buy it just now. Oh, yeah, and that's tough because those guys are paid to to like it. You're hilarious. Not like I like it for free Lawrence uh, over here. uh, It was a whatchamacallit. It was Hey Jude's Twitch channel. He was talking about it. Oh, yeah. I don't don't trust that guy. He was about it. That guy's all kind of (laughs) shady. Dude, it's a fun game. And they're going to have Cyclops. But they don't have play him off the, right off the bat. He's not no. playable at all. Huh? He, Cyclops isn't playable. No, no, he, he will be. It's going to be DLC. Oh, is that what you're waiting for? For the DLC to drop? For you to be? No, I'm not waiting for it. Are you? <laughs> wait, is he going to be playable from the beginning or just for the DLC? No, no, I think it, it will add the character so you could like go through the whole game with, with that character if you want. Why didn't they put him from the beginning? Because they hate Lord. Who knows? It's like, they. I mean, I they have to have DLC. And so maybe they felt like, okay, well, that's a character people are going to want. So let's hold it. So you're going to pay to play as Cyclops. Uh, I I will, but I'm not sure. Is it is it paid? It might be. It probably DLC is. is rarely ever free. I mean, some sometimes it is, but yeah, you might be right. It's probably it's probably paid. But yeah, I will definitely pay. <laughs> you you all know this already. I, I mean, I know, but all right. <laughs> Run, Runaways is going to cross over with Cloak and Dagger. Is it really? Well, yeah. that was supposed to happen at the last episode of season one. Of what, Runaways? Yeah. Well, the last episode, after everything happens in Cloak and Dagger, they're leaving that city, and I believe they're going to L.A., which is where Runaways takes place, isn't it? Uh, it's supposed to. No, it does. Oh, okay. Uh, look, you guys watched it. I'm asking. The, I didn't. Wa- I don't watch Runaways. I watch Cloak and Dagger. I'll, I'll answer I, questions I, about Cloak and Dagger. I didn't really. I didn't watch Runaways either. Cloak and Dagger what? takes place in in New Orleans. Yeah. Runaways was, was the first season was was I liked it. I tried watching the second season. 
And uh, the first episode was just so boring. Really? Yeah, like it didn't have, you know, because it ended with some momentum. So I expected that momentum to continue because they're not doing like a time jump or anything. Like it's just going straight <laughs> through, but it, it left something to be desired. Why, why are you so against time jumps, Mo? It's not that I'm against time jumps. It's like if they did one, I can understand the lack of momentum because you're starting over a time period. Uh-oh, uh-oh. Start talking about time jumps. All of a sudden, stuff yep. starts breaking. Amber's mad again. Sorry, I usually turn the mic down before I do that. <laughs> I was just trying to reach for a beer. And the, if, yeah, whatever. What are you drinking? Sam Adams Cosmic Sour. Uh, but what, yeah, is it Cosmic Sour? Yeah. It, cosmic okay. with a K, though. I don't know why that, if that makes it better at all. But look, I bought a fucking 12-pack. That's all they had. Quit judging me. <laughs> No, I'm just. I don't have time to make a whiskey. <laughs> Ooh, I should put whiskey here and call it a whiskey sour. Yeah, it's not that good to beer. I know it sounds terrible. Well, you lost me at Sam Adams. <laughs> yeah, the only good thing Sam Adams ever did was Angry Orchard. Is that a Sam Adams one, really? Huh. Yeah. Okay. There's a lot of beers that make you think they're like little independent companies, but they're not. You got to learn how to cut through the bullshit. Marvel is releasing first appearance pops. Yeah. And your boy's there, Larry. I, I know. Who's a this? new Iceman. Yeah. Another I'm new excited Iceman? for that. He doesn't have the yellow boots, but right. But they could be covered in frost. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it looks good, man. And yeah. I was like excited just because you know you you all know I was already like super hyped for the uh the rest of the OGs. Yeah. The OG X-Men for that set but uh no he's just he's just white yeah but they didn't have one like i mean they did uh they did a a a one one before that like last year that was you know more of the ice like the the hard edged yeah kind of ice man and you know it's good i mean i you know it's go more with your og x-men yeah it will wait these two look almost the same which one the the two ice men i don't think they look the same you know to, to the to the Uneducated, yeah. <laughs> I'm gonna post these in chat because that, them. yeah, that hard edged Iceman is more like the Jim Lee 90s X Men, right? This one is closer to the OG 60s, which I would still say 70s. Like, they, they he needs yellow, yellow boots, but yeah, I like this Wolverine too, though. I'm Did sorry. Did you put that in chat, Oz? What, the Wolverine? No, no, the Iceman. Yeah, chat's yelling at me because the link was too long. Oh, oh, I didn't see it. Stupid oh, Discord. Oh, there you go. No, uh, well, it's... Never mind. Okay, I'm posting Iceman. What, what else? You, Wolverine? I saw Wolverine. Yeah, Wolverine's good. Human yeah, you tor- don't see how the, the bottom one is all more rounded? It looks like he's made out of snow. Well, snow's weaker than ice. Snow what? Snow's weaker than ice. Right, that's because that was early. Like his original, he, originally he was snow. Whatever. I like the electro. I want the electro. Do you guys see the I electro at all? The electro. Where's uh, electro? Here, I'll post it in chat in just a second. But is oh. that part of the? Oh wow! Is that part of the the yeah, first appearance? Yeah, it's the first appearance. Eleven ninety nine up for pre order right now. Yeah, yeah. electro does look nice. Do the Namor see? looks cool too. Yeah, I like the Namor. I might get the Namor just because I was at the ninety nine cent store the other day and they had a Wonder Woman pop. I didn't oh, buy. Yeah? I didn't buy it because it wasn't the Wonder Woman movie pop. It was the. <laughs> It was the BVS one. Oh wow! So it says like Batman versus Superman on the box. I'm like, ew. <laughs> it's 
like it tried to get you. Yeah. <laughs> I almost bought it, but I didn't. If I bought a pop, it would probably be like the man thing one because it doesn't look like a pop. Yeah. The Hulk from Thor Ragnarok I want to get because it's like 18 inches. Yeah, it is. <laughs> I call it a Neeson. Larry's mic was on mute. Yeah. No, I, I heard it. I just, I, I, yeah, I don't know. So Bob Iger thinks people are stupid. I know. Is, uh, Why do you say that? There's a story about him confirming that Marvel Studios create, has created control over Deadpool, X-Men, and Fantastic Four. And I'm wondering who didn't know that already. Like, why did he have to tell people that? <laughs> the, o- the, only, the only thing I can think of is he thinks people are stupid. Well, I thought that because of the Star Wars thing. What, what about the Star Wars, Star Wars thing? thing? They had Disneyland thing, and they're like, well... We don't want people to come like that, so let's just raise the prices, make a waiting list and everything, you know, kind of push people to really, like, try to get there. But people decide, oh, we'll just wait till there's another ride. So (laughs) their ticket sales drop a whopping 3%. Ah, how are they going to feed their family with 3% of a billion? Now they won't get to buy Warner Brothers. That actually made me a little sad. (laughs) Aren't they making a, a Marvel Land too? Like they've got like some some acreage where they're gonna start building that. Yeah, and I believe Lawrence has uh, creative input in that. He they already know he's gonna say it's great. Is that what they know? Yeah, yeah. If, he's like, yeah. If we know he's it, like, the mouse knows know. it. Oh no, you love it already. Like he couldn't even say like Eternals look stupid as it is. Like I, I mean, what what more did you want me to say? I want you to say that it's stupid. Well, I mean, but I don't know that it's stupid yet, but it doesn't look like it's going to be good at all. Some would say it looks like it's going to be stupid. Yeah. No. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I'll, give, look, I'll give you that. Like, I, I like Man, I that, already, that must have hurt. I already said that, you know, it feels like it's going to be Guardians, and that's not yeah, a good the, thing. Last time we huh? saw the, the, the first official Celestial was in Guardians. Yeah. Uh, first official that, alive celestial, I guess, because isn't nowhere's head a celestial? Uh, it's a, it's supposed to be a celestial head, yes. But also too, it's like you know, like it's it's yeah. There's a lot of like just little things where it's like like, and then I wonder if they're gonna, I mean, acknowledge Thanos. Well, that was a story we I, I believe I talked about last week. I, yeah, that is true. You did do that. He just remembered. I did. I did. I yeah. Yeah. So you got any more news? Or we can get out of here. So I could. No, yeah. I know you got your Beverly Hills and a two one zero coming up. <laughs> I I got got the Jason Priestley haircut and everything. I guess it's BH now, right? Like, what's the new title? BH nine zero two one zero. No, I think it's just called nine zero two one zero. Okay, Lawrence, you, you think it's gonna be good? Uh, nah. But- <laughs> what? <laughs> They're all old as fuck. Like, who wants? To- <laughs> Who wants to watch old as fuck people being socialites? Like, Wait. I know they're like the 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 you know the housewives of Beverly Hills and shit, but you know that's like faux reality, and they're bickering all the time. Did you that's- did you watch the? I guess I, I don't know what is it a, a revival or a sequel? Next yeah, the next generation where they yeah, still had like some of the cast, but they're old yeah. and it's their kids. Yeah, I but this it. is this is gonna focus on the original cast again, right? Right. I don't know where the kids went, and if it's not the kids from that revival then i'm gonna be pissed well, it should be the grandkids at this point right uh mm, yeah are, yeah, are there good. are there old yeah. folks home in beverly hills well no they're rich enough to not eat cat food like old folk like poor old folk you know <laughs> like they just get drunk in their mansions ian zaring better have a hot nurse he's oddly he's the like most well-preserved one out of all the whole class like 
I know um, what's his name. Uh, Luke Perry looks like a corpse. Yeah, but Brian Austin Green, like he looks like he grew up. He doesn't yeah, look bad. He doesn't, he doesn't look like he used to look back then either. Like he looks good. Don't get me wrong. Like he 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 aged well, but he was also the youngest one out of all of them. I think he's like ten years younger than everybody else. Because he was Kelly's like annoying little stepbrother. I can't believe yeah, we're I talking about right. Beverly Hills Nine Two One Zero. Hey, look, we're gonna have a full review next week. Yay! <laughs> I think that's the proper response. <laughs> Ah, oh, Jason Priestley does look rough. I told you, like he, his face got burned in like a, a, a Formula One accident or something, or NASCAR or some shit. Really? Did <laughs> <laughs> you talk about this last week? Yeah. <laughs> Never mind. Never mind. Well, I talked about how they all look like shit. Yeah, I feel like it's shocking every time. Tell <laughs> me the one you say. I, I even said how. It's a pretty long segment. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Larry, I, see, man, I wish Larry was the audience because <laughs> like every show, like we could literally just talk about the same shit over and over. And it's like, man, these guys never get old. <laughs> Who does this stuff? Does Nia ever get annoyed when you don't remember stuff? Oh, dude, let's not talk about it. <laughs> <laughs> let's not talk about it, okay? No, I know, like, I know, you know, ladies like it when you remember things, and they prefer yeah. if you did, and... Hey, you can just not talk about it. <laughs> <laughs> Man, Andrea looks old, too. All, all the females... Well, except for the nerdy one, looked like they had work done. Like they all got that Kim Kardashian face. Yeah. Except for the, the yeah. Well, I, I say Kim Kardashian. You, you could tell they. It looks like they've had work done. Like they, they oh, have, like it's manufactured. Yeah. Like the the lips look a certain way. The cheeks are a little puffier than they should be. It, it's just it's weird. Except for the like, nerdy girl, she looks natural. I mean, she looks like a dude in this picture, <laughs> but she looks natural, and that's good. Yeah. Like the Andrea looks like Siegfried and Roy and Roy. <laughs> yeah, all I, I guess not all. Who's the Who's the chick by Jason Priestley in that picture? That, the blonde. Yeah, that's Jenny Garth. Okay. She looks good. She, like she holds up good. I, I'm sure she probably had some work done, but she had she you know, she paid a, she paid a few extra bucks. Well, and, and th- got got th- got the good job. I think she had it done when she was younger, so it's not a drastic change to her aging. You okay. know what I mean? Okay, because she's not like she she looks more natural. Like maybe she had a little bit, but it was it was a good job, and she looks more natural. The other two, man, eesh, all I'm saying. I just got some information that. Andrea was 29 when the first 90210 aired, and she said she's lucky IMDb wasn't around back then. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Tori Spelling, like, she looks like she finally ate some donuts or something. Like the work done, she the work she had done makes her look, uh, you know, not skinny. Like she, <laughs> that's the official diagnosis. Not yeah. skinny. She doesn't look fat. She just no, looks, no, she doesn't. But she, she looks, looks like she worked actually on. a normal person. She looks like she's had more work done than is that Shannon Doherty? Yeah, yeah, Shannon Doherty. Tori Spelling looks like she had, like like this is. If you t- if you just cut out the women from these picture from right to left, it's like most work to less work. Yeah, that that you're you're right. So Tori Spelling most work, then progressively less and less until you get to Andrea. According to Titan Bot, it's called BH nine zero two one zero, and that's cringy. <laughs> um, yeah, so we could do the rap of music. I can go take a quick leak and then sit in front of the couch and listen to the. I hope they use the same theme song. <laughs> 
You know they will. But they might update it to sound like, you know, new. Did they update it on the, the one with their kids? Yeah. I think it's going to be the original one. But maybe, like, re-recorded with, like, modern instruments. I don't know what that means. I realize the guitar has been a guitar for 100 <laughs> years. <laughs> It's like it's gonna it's gonna be like uh freaking like I'm like modern instruments. Was like, it was it the original like electro or like some like synthesizer stuff? No, it was like rock. It's like <laughs> oh, it's like you, no flutes this time is what you're saying. <laughs> no, no liars. Titan posted a bad picture of Tori Spelling and also put all natural. But like I said, Tori Spelling is like the, the after photo in that in that group. Are you playing the theme on the air? No. Oh, that was Lawrence fucking out. Not me. Where's that sound? Who's playing it? Definitely Moses. Is that the 90210 theme? Yeah, yeah, that's the original. Oh, dude. I, I don't know that I would recognize it. I didn't know we were doing that. Well, if that's what we're going with. There's a real <laughs> classic. Right there. That one I know. <laughs> Everybody knows it. You should know it. Did you ever watch the Booster Gold episode? Uh, You know, I did not. God. Oh no! Wait a minute. I made wait a minute. It, I made it available for the group. I don't. You know what? Actually, I think I did. Actually. Oh, then we need to talk about that at some point. Yeah, it's another classic piece of like that should be in the in the Hall of Fame, whatever the television one is. <laughs> you give us a final thought, man. Be kind to each other, good people. That's it. Oz, man, give us some final thoughts. Y'all should be watching Legion and Hobbs and Shaw. No. Uh, for the rest of us, uh, hopefully Joe will be back next week with his new microphone, and we won't hear his fan. Um, but yeah, check out our archives everywhere: Pandora, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Castbox. I forget the other ones, but yeah, we're everywhere, and don't forget to give the thumbs up. Even if you don't like it, just give us a thumbs up. Play the joke on somebody else. As always, you can find us here live every Wednesday at 6.30 p.m. Pacific Standard Time on allgames.com.